Hey there, new IDs. It's time for another mini episode. Last week, I answered a few listener questions about portfolio creation, authoring tools, and transitioning into instructional design. This week, we're going to talk about how to craft your instructional design philosophy. First, here's a reminder that this podcast serves as a primer that presents the most basic elements of instructional design. Each episode builds on the last one to help give you a better understanding of the career part of instructional design. So really, it's up to you to dig deeper into each topic, be motivated to absorb more in your own time, and fall in love with discovery, failure, and even frustration of this entire process. Welcome back to I'm New Here, a podcast for new instructional designers and e-learning developers. New episodes are uploaded every Monday. If you have a question you want answered on the show, send an email to thenewhereshow at gmail.com. So you've learned the foundations of instructional design. You can recite Kirkpatrick in your sleep. You can do a needs analysis with your eyes closed. You know all about formative and summative evaluations. But before you start looking for an instructional design job, before you start gathering those materials for your portfolio, so on and so forth, ask yourself these questions. What do I believe about learning? How do I define instructional design? What learning models do I prefer using? How do I approach project management? Do I want to work for myself or at a company? You should be able to answer at least most of these questions before you even set foot in front of an interviewer. Once you can answer these questions, you'll have a better understanding of how you want to show up in the world as an instructional designer, and then you can be confident about your personal instructional design philosophy. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to craft that, why it's important, and what exactly I mean about your personal ID philosophy. I know that sounds like a little bit of mumbo jumbo to some of you, but bear with me. So you've probably heard people talk about the need for an elevator pitch before, right? Also known as an elevator speech. It's a quick synopsis of your background and experience. And the reason it's called that is because it should be short enough to present during a brief elevator ride. This speech is all about you. It's about who you are what you do, and what you want to do, especially if you're job hunting. So it's important to keep it short and sweet. Your elevator speech is a sales pitch, essentially, so you have to deliver it quickly. Focus on the essentials. Say who you are, what you do, and what you want to achieve. Be positive and persuasive because your time is limited, and you need to focus on what you want to do, not what you don't want to do. And remember to be upbeat and flexible. This is all important. The reason I'm talking about this in regards to an instructional design philosophy is because crafting that ID philosophy is going to help you when you're in your next job interview. So while mine is always a work in progress, I'm going to be a little vulnerable with you and go ahead and share the one I've been working on for a while. So here's my elevator speech that includes my instructional design philosophy. My name is Nyla, and I'm a learning experience designer. I create adult learning experiences for the digital space. I believe in strategic, user-centered design that prioritizes a foundational understanding of how people learn. I want to create transformative learning solutions that meet performance goals and change the way people feel about whatever they're learning. 
Now, depending on the situation, I may need to get more specific about the kind of learning design philosophies or models that I use. But that's why we say it's important to be flexible. If I'm just trying to explain to somebody, let's say a recruiter who doesn't know specifics about instructional design, I think that elevator pitch works pretty good to get them an idea if I may be qualified for a job posting. But that's why it's really important to focus on this before you dive deep into your job search, because you want to have it crafted well enough that it sounds solid, that you're ready to share it, and it sounds like you've practiced and you know what you're talking about. Once you have your philosophy outlined, you'll notice how much easier it is to start putting your portfolio together, create demos for that portfolio, write a resume or a bio, etc., because you'll have a foundation to start from. Just like everything you create for a learning experience should align with your learning objectives, everything you create for your ID career should align with this philosophy or set of beliefs. I wanted to get this episode out to you first because next week, we're going to talk about the instructional design job search and how to prepare for interviews. So let's go on to resources and homework so you can start prepping for that episode. This week's resources are twofold, some to help you with the topic of this episode and a resource to help you in the fight against racism. First, David Merrill's Principles of Instruction is a really good example of a fully researched and upheld instructional design philosophy. Now, I'm not asking you to become the next Dr. David Merrill here, but if that's what you want to do, I support you. But I do want you to see how crafting an ID philosophy can help inform your career, your research, and your approach to design overall. Next, in our quest to build an anti-racist system, I ask you to learn more about Ibram Kendi and his work that includes a concept of anti-racism that re-energizes and reshapes the conversation about racial justice in America. But even more fundamentally, it points us toward liberating new ways of thinking about ourselves and each other. Instead of working with the policies and systems we have in place, Kendi asks us to think about what an anti-racist society might look like and how we can play an active role in building it. I'll have links to both Dr. David Merrill's philosophy and Ibram Kendi's work in the show notes. This week's homework assignment is to craft your instructional design philosophy using the elevator pitch method. Now, you can go more in depth and deeper into what you believe about instructional design. It doesn't have to only be 30 seconds long, but that's a good starting point, and it helps you package it in a way that's easy to remember. Use the formula I gave you earlier, who you are, what you do, and what you want to do. That's it, another episode in the bag. Thanks for listening to I'm New Here. If you like the show and want to know more, check out nylalxd.com slash I'm New Here. I've got show notes for you there, links to everything I talked about in the episode and more. I wanted to take a second and tell you about a project I'm working on called Design for Humanity. It's a collective pairing experienced creatives with fresh faces to collaborate on real world projects, advocating for equity, diversity, inclusion, and anti-racism. 
All creative projects developed by Design for Humanity are 100% free to the public and are hosted through a variety of digital platforms, including EdApp and Unitar's Educate All initiative. If you want to learn more or even join us over at Design for Humanity, check out designforhumanity.net. Don't forget to leave a review for us on Apple iTunes. I'm also all over socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as Nyla LXD, and on LinkedIn too, just search Nyla Spooner. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next Monday.